The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. Bruce DeTorres on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. This is World Stage, exposing the tyrannies and exploring our power with deep dives into history, current events, dangerous trends, and the nature of reality. Before I introduce my guest, a couple of announcements. Last December, Julian Assange's two-day public hearing was announced for February 20th and 21st at the UK High Court to determine whether Julian will have permission to appeal or whether he will be extradited to the United States. TNT will be at the Royal Courts of Justice, broadcasting and covering the entire two days if required. Then TNT will broadcast from various locations throughout London, lighting the fuse for freedom indeed. Today's news talk, TNT. Also, I'm just going to talk for a minute about a new substack by cjhopkins.substack.com. Follow this man's work. This is titled The Resistible Rise of the New Reich, and it launches right in. So the German authorities have filed an appeal to overturn my acquittal in criminal court last week. Apparently, their plan is to keep putting me on trial until they get a judge who is willing to convict me of something or to bankrupt me with legal costs. Silly me. For a moment there, I was actually starting to believe this was over. Let me give a quick review how I got here for anybody just tuning in. I'm an author and political satirist and commentator. In August 22, I posted two tweets criticizing mask mandates and making fun of Karl Lauterbach, Germany's Minister of Health. Both tweets included an image from the cover artwork of my latest book, The Rise of the New Normal Reich, Consent Factory Essays, Volume 3. The German authorities didn't appreciate that, so they, one, had them censored by Twitter, two, had Amazon ban my book in Germany, and three, dragged me into criminal court and prosecuted me on trumped-up hate crime charges. Again, this is from cjhopkins.substack, titled The Resistible Rise of the New Normal Reich, dated February 4th. Check it out. Follow this man, and it is a great uh, example of the massive fight against totalitarian measures we in the West, he in Germany, are waging. With me this hour is Dr. James Thorpe, an obstetrician, gynecologist, and maternal fetal medicine physician who has served his obstetrical patients for over 44 years. I guess if you don't say that word every day, it's a little part on the pronunciation, on his freedomintruth.substack.com. His posts include COVID-19 and the unraveling of experimental medicine, COVID-19 vaccines, the impact on pregnancy outcomes and menstrual function, and the COVID-19 vaccines and beyond, what the medical industrial complex is not telling us. Dr. Thorpe is the Chief of Maternal and Prenatal Health for the Wellness Company, TWC.Health, a parallel healthcare-slash-well-care system helping hundreds of thousands of people heal and live their lives as the healthiest version of themselves. At the Wellness Company, Dr. Thorpe is focused on optimizing outcomes in women of reproductive age, pregnant women, preborns, and newborns. And for the last many years, he is delivering powerful presentations and publications documenting the 
unimaginable harms inflicted on us in the name of COVID and the shots. Thank you very much for joining me today, Dr. Thorpe. How are you? Bruce Tataris, it's such an honor to be on with you and on your illustrious platform. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. And thank you sincerely for the invaluable work. I first saw you, I guess maybe it was a, a year or two ago, testifying in front of some committee, some some legislative body. It, is, it escapes me. And since then, I've subscribed to your Substack, which I recommend everybody do, freedomintruth.substack. I believe I've just quoted that correctly. I have. And recently, I saw the live presentation that you gave to certain Massachusetts legislators, and you offered the slide deck to folks, and I, re I requested that, and you sent it over X, formerly Twitter. And I, to start, decades of successfully treating and helping your patients, and then COVID seems to have upended your life and your career. And as you say, as the mission of your Substack, freedomandtruth.substack, my dedication to uphold my deepest conviction, convictions has no price. I will never sacrifice the health of my patients for a paycheck. So when I was called to God, to, called by God to pivot, I did so. What, what are you, uh, in a nutshell, for folks, let's say, who are still enthralled by the mainstream version of COVID and the shots, how do you walk them into all you have found? And we've got plenty of time here to, to dig deep down into the certain things that naturally happen between us conversationally. So, Dr. Thorpe, with all that on the table, where, where shall you begin? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll begin by saying that, um, boy, I want to get back on the uh, Freedom and Truth substack. Uh, I was locked out of it. I don't know how that happened. And I, I believe that there's some foul play involved. So um, I will get back up on that as soon as we get that foul play taken care of. But it's been suspended since about October uh, for a changed password. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Hmm. Um, but I'm very active on X account, um, as you can see. But, you know, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you. Um, and I think, indeed, Bruce, um, there, the most important thing in my life is truth. Um, I'm a, I'm a disabled veteran. I, I'm still working full time. I've been disabled for some time with, uh, you know, extensive spinal fusion, but I've been able to do my job very, very well. Um, I wasn't injured in combat, but I did put sign a dotted line and put my name on that dotted line to sacrifice my life for this country. And for our Constitution, I swore an oath to the Constitution, which I uphold until I depart from this earth. Um, but more importantly than that, I have a Hippocratic oath to my patients that are, will never be broken. And I also have a commitment to God, which I will never breach. So that's more important than my job. I've been fired. I've been had multiple death threats. I, I, I've been my, my wife, who is a an attorney and a co-researcher with me. We've been extensively uh, just derided and censored and mocked, and our, our lives have been very difficult. But you know what? Um, our, our 
our spirit is is true and we are fighters and we will not stop and speaking for me i will never give up the truth uh i don't care if it's my job i don't care if it's every asset that i lose i don't care if i lose my life i will make this exit of my life to stand for truth and if it takes that so be it um it's there are more important things in life than living most people that live don't really live they don't really were you, live were you were you fired as a result of what you did and said in response to COVID and the official protocols absolutely um my my wife and i have extensively uh, published uh, and we publish uh, on a platform she's an attorney brilliant attorney very successful and we make a dynamic duo um we publish brief medical legal briefs that are highly cited and uh, we published about 12 or 13 of those in the last 12 or 13 months say for example I, I think one of the most important ones we published was about a year ago it was in may and if you just go to DuckDuckGo and America Out Loud and put in Maggie Thorpe, she's the first author on these, although we collaborate together, we write them together, um, and you'll come up with um, our, uh, a, a, a viral, this went viral and it went all over the world. What we proved, and we knew it was going on, but Maggie struck gold. We did a Freedom of Information Act request by the HHS and the CDC and the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Um, and what we proved was unfathomable. We got 1,400 pages. And what we proved was that in early 2021, the Department of Health and Human Services and the CDC bribed with massive amounts of money, an irrevocable contract. They gave them the money. ACOG signed this irrevocable contract that is still in effect today. Um, they are not allowed to deviate from the narrative of the CDC and HHS, the lethal narrative. So they captured 60,000 OBGYN physicians, 60,000. And if those, then they colluded with the other two bodies of, of uh, OB, which is the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology and the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine. So those three bodies then, within nine months, Bruce, completely switched their narrative to the narrative in, you know, say October, December, you know, 2020, oh, we will never mandate these vaccines in pregnancy or to doctors to push them in pregnancy to completely the opposite. Just nine months later, they all put forth identical language stating that if you deviate from our narrative, we will destroy your career. And that was put out by all the medical boards, by all three of those boards. And they still to this day are stating that they're safe, effective and necessary in pregnancy, which is a lethal lie. Um, I've exposed that. So Maggie and I published that. Um, what, was the title? Then, what was the title of that piece you both published? Um, the, it, it basically, the name of that piece, it was published in May of last year on America mm -hmm. Outlaw. And mm -hmm. the in it has the something to do with a compromise, very concerning issues regarding the American College of Obstetrics, Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and how they had a illegal uh, relationship with the government. Now, now that 
ACOG, um, they ACOG is a private entity. They have no business exchanging 1,400 pages of documents and taking money and signing an under-the-table death contract, which I have termed, by the way, um, I'm I'm a biblical, I, I'm a Bible student my whole life and a student of eschatology. So I'm sorry if I offend somebody, but that's the way I am. But uh, 2,800 years ago, uh, God spoke through prophet Isaiah. And in Isaiah, um, uh, in, in Isaiah chapter 28, verses 15 to 18, three times, Isaiah speaks of the end times and what will be a covenant with death three times. Um, I believe this is at least a partial fulfillment of the covenant with death. And I was, I, I named it the covenant with death. And I have several substacks on the covenant with death. That's what this is. Um, they are still killing and injuring the most vulnerable and innocent population globally. These are pregnant women, preborn and newborns. And to this very day, they're still pushing it. So to do a full circle, the reason why I was fired, I was fired from a Catholic, one of the largest Catholic hospital systems in the world, uh, almost a $10 billion system, Sisters of St. Mary's Health out of St. Louis, St. Louis University. So SSM Health slash St. Louis University, SSM Health is so rich, they bought out St. Louis University. I was um, in the division of maternal fetal medicine. I was the most experienced. I was the most profitable I saw five times more patients by high-risk ultrasound than some of the junior partners. Nobody came close to me, so I made them the most money. Um, I was the most published, the most experienced, uh, and, and very well loved by my patients and my colleagues and the staff. So um, they loved me. I was a moneymaker for them, like Tucker Carlson was for Fox. But they had to invoke uh, the no-cause termination because I had spoke in front of the United States in, in the United States Senate roundtable with uh, Senator Ron Johnson. I was on, I was on um, Tucker Carlson a, a few months earlier, and um, you know they gave me some warnings then. And uh, th I've been on, you know, probably close to a thousand platforms. You know, hundreds and hundreds of platforms like yours, uh, hundreds of radio. Uh, you know, I've testified in multiple continents, probably twenty countries around the world. They didn't like that. And so they didn't want to fire me. They honored me as a model physician, but they said, look at, you know, um, we're having money problems. So we need to terminate you uh, for no cause. And um, they lied. They, they got called and they said, execute Thorpe or you have to pay back and get this. Maggie, what, Maggie Thorpe, JD, proved that they took $307 million early 2021. So another, so they had to execute me. And if they didn't, they'd have to pay that money back. Bruce, that's how the system works. Indeed. And Dr. Thorpe, um, we're going to deep, do deep dives into much of what we have now put on the table. And before other important information, I am excited to ask to all viewers and listeners, did you know that there are many ways you can watch or listen to TNT? Why not stream us direct from our website on your desktop, tablet, or mobile device, or download our app from the App Store? We even stream live on X, YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey. We've got you covered. And here is 
important information from today's news talk, TNT. TNT's Jeremy Nell. Nice comment here from Rebecca. She says the youngest people um, I work with are a bit more mature, but their interactions with the public is stifled. And she's referring to the excessive use of cell phones and social media and how it's making them so antisocial also. The business is open six days a week. One of his staff members formally requested that they shouldn't, you know, that they could they be given permission not to have to work on Wednesdays so that they could help at the dog shelter. Now, as you know, I'm a dog lover. I have hunting dogs. I've got dogs coming out of my ears, my Malinois. And this dog, this Malinois, is bright even by Malinois standards. She can do crossword puzzles. Is lying under my desk at the moment feeling sorry for herself because she's just come on heat for the first time and she's completely bewildered. She doesn't know why she's bleeding to death. It's not about whether it's a good or a bad thing to work at animal shelters. That's a delightful thing. It's a noble thing to do. But who in their right mind goes to their boss and says, would you mind? I'd rather not work on Wednesdays if it's okay because I've got other priorities in a, in a town down the road. Jeremy now on today's News Talk. TNT. of the news. It's the most important thing we can do on today's News Talk TNT Radio. This is World Stage and with me is Dr. Jim Thorpe. Jim, how long had you worked for the group that fired you and how long were you, what were you doing specifically that led them to uh, let you go? Right. Um, so, yeah, I was with them for about five years, about four and a half years of um, clinical service, but a contract for five years. And Bruce, that's a great question. I, I um, Now, OBGYN doctors are, are, like I said, there's 60,000 of them here, but maternal fetal medicine specialists are much more highly trained. Um, so, although I did thousands and thousands and thousands of deliveries in my career. There's now only about 1,200 or 1,400 of us in the country. So we're, we're very hard to come by. So most of us have decided uh, or it has our, our practice has evolved into not delivering babies because, and, and I don't mean to demean this, but anybody can catch a baby. You know, it, it, you can train a monkey to deliver a baby. The really important decisions here are how to treat obstetrical complications. When you do have a problem, when do you deliver? Because this is crucial, crucial, crucial. So most of us now are doing uh, consultative type services, not only for the patients, but their OB doctors. So, so I saw 27,500 high-risk OB patients in just four and a half years. Um, I was by far and away the number one performer. Why did they fire me? Um, they fired me because I spoke out, because they would have had to pay that $307 million. Now, they couldn't say that because that's illegal. That's an illegal um, violation of my First Amendment right. So they had to lie and say, well, we're having money problems. And gosh, we lost money last month. And mm -hmm. so we're just going to have to invoke 
um, the the no cause. You've been an awesome, awesome. You're a right. and and this uh, CEO, his name was Kevin Elledge, the CEO of the entire system. Her name is Laura Kaiser. And if I don't pull punches, right? So if you go to my X account, which is J A T H O R P M F M, as in maternal fetal medicine, look at my pinned tweet. That's been up there for eight months. They're blasted. They're roasted. They sold their souls to the devil. They're compromised. They can't touch me because they tried to buy me off with massive mm-hmm. amounts of money, almost $100,000, so that I would sign a covenant that didn't allow me to speak negatively about them. Uh, believe me, I needed the money, and I, <laughs> I, but I would never take that. I knew what was coming. So I refused the money and, and very cordially. My wife, as an attorney, she witnessed the conversation. They praised me for 30 minutes. Model physician, you know, ethical, moral, intellectual integrity, beyond reproach, models. These are things that I was told by Kevin Elledge. <laughs> we have detailed notes on them. So well, they, they were I, very kind. And what exactly and who, where were you speaking out? What were you saying and in what venue or mode were you speaking out that made you unacceptable anymore? I think Tucker Carlson um that was a huge, uh, that was well over, well, was, I don't, that was about a year ago, I think. And, you know, the U.S. Senate roundtable, uh, you know, I was warned by, um, they knew, you know, Tucker, I love Tucker, his assistant is still with him. Uh, you know, she's a really sweet lady. Her name is Lexi Sicione, and she left. And, and um, you know, it was really interesting because, uh, um they they knew that they wanted to get a hold of me. They didn't have my number. They called up SSM Health. And so SSM Health uh, got a hold of me and said, be careful, be careful. You're going to get into trouble. Uh, you make sure you be careful. And then they turned around and <laughs> I work out of about 10 offices. They called about 10 offices and said, Tucker Carlson is looking for Thor. No, give him the number. You know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it was so funny. Uh, but so, uh, you know, the narrative, you know, they're responsible. They have to pay that money back, $307 million. They signed the covenant with death. Um, and, and, and by the way, you know, not to get off on a sidetrack here, but we talked about the American College of OBGYN America Outlawed by Maggie and I, the medical legal brief. Mm-hmm. Then last month, actually December, we did an expose on how all the hospitals were captured. And let me tell you something, that went viral. And how that in that early 2021, how they went and they captured the, the first captured hospital, $182 billion, Bruce, to capture and make these illegal agreements that mm-hmm. are so illegal um, mm-hmm. and so unethical and so below the table. Um, and and um, $182 billion with over 4,000 healthcare systems and centers, um, they're captured. And the number one was that went they after first was a political move to go after Houston Methodist. And they went after hospitals of faith and SSM mm-hmm. Health. You know, Houston Methodist bragged that they were the first ones and they would mandate vaccine vaccinations, not only in all their patients, but more importantly, in all their employees. And then SSM Dr. shortly followed. And, and I and I 
invite you to continue on the train of thought you're on or let's invest as much time as we want or can for you now to teach a, you know a virgin audience let's imagine what is so uh alarming horrible about the injuries and the deaths that you were seeing in real time that you had to raise the alarm about and then feel free to go into your, your most thorough teaching to folks who don't know who just know the mainstream version who still hear the marketing mantras of safe and effective the horrible reality of the harms not only to women of reproductive age and pregnant women and preborns and and newlyborns but the uh, the astronaut astronomical numbers that were in the presentation you gave recently to Massachusetts uh, legislators, please. Yeah, um, you know, I think for your audience, what, what I would like to, I, I really need to, to just open up your eyes. First of all, understand that all of your physicians and nurses are have a gun to their head. If, if they speak truth to you, they're not speaking to you. It's the it's CDC and HHS and their governing bodies. You're not getting an honest advice. If they speak honestly like me, they'll be fired like me, and they're not willing to do that. They don't have the, they don't, they're, most of them are spineless, gutless wonders, and they'd rather just not rock the boat and not speak truth and collect their paychecks, which is a form of bribe. So you can't trust them. You can't trust your hospitals, and you sure as Hades cannot trust the medical literature. They're all compromised. The medical journals are all compromised, and I can give you so many examples of that. And that started over 20 years ago. But um, let's just go to anybody sitting at their computer right now, you're in this now in real time or later, put in, don't go to Google, go, go to another search engine and type in Pfizer, P-F-I-Z-E-R, 5.3.6 P-H-M-P-T. You'll bring you right up to the Pfizer document, which is a legal document mandated by the CDC and HHS that requires every new device or drug to have a 90-day mandatory post-market review of adverse events. So go to that right now. Go to page seven. On page seven, there's a table. And at the top of the table, you will read, there were 42,082 casualties in just 10 weeks. During clinical trials, during, during their development of the uh, drug, of the show? No, this is the, this is the first rollout from okay. December when the, when the drug yeah. hit the market. When it hit a, casualty, the a casualty is defined by as what? And, uh, it's defined as an injury or a death. Thank so you. it's adverse events is what they use, but it's casualty. And in that 42,082 adverse events or casualties that included 1,223 deaths. Now, let's stop right there. Let's do a stop, a hard stop. This is the deadliest drug ever rolled out in the history of medicine. I'm an old fart, okay? I went to Wayne State University School of Medicine. In 1976, I was a second-year medical student. This was one of the best medical schools in the country. 
Um, it was highly, highly clinically oriented, incredible experience. During that year, swine flu vaccine was rolled out. There were 26 deaths, Bruce, and a spate of cases of, of Guillain-Barre syndrome and others. 26 deaths. It was immediately removed from the market. Fast forward about 24 years at the turn of the century, 1999-20, and then there was a rotavirus vaccine that was came out. There were no deaths, Bruce, no deaths. There was less than 100 minor bowel complications called intussusception, easily fixable. It was in no deaths. It was immediately removed from the market. So this is by far and away the deadliest drug ever rolled out. And now let's focus on the injuries. Subtract those deaths from the casualties and then divide the injuries by the deaths. This is what I presented in the Massachusetts uh, Senate. This is the most, it's bad enough that it's the deadliest drug ever rolled out, but actually more importantly, and this is might be more tragic, uh, you know, many could argue that these injuries are, are more devastating than a death because some of these are young kids that require, they can't even uh, go to the bathroom. They require full-time care. Uh, they're, they're completely strapped. So this is the highest injured to kill ratio ever reported, not only in medicine, but also in warfare. The injured to kill ratio is 33.4. Just to remind your audience, I'm very familiar with warfare. Normandy invasion, okay, in June of 19, uh, you know, uh, uh, what, what was that? 1944. June of 1944, the Normandy invasion. You know, you're looking at an injured to kill ratio that was only, a, it was less than one. Uh, three months later, two atomic Oppenheimer's device, you know, you can argue that dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That 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 injured 94,000 people and it killed 105,000 people, 105,000 people. The injured to kill ratio was, was less than one, it was 0.9. The deadliest drug ever rolled out was thalidomide from 57 to 62 until, and by the way, that was by a scam and they tried to put it through the FDA. Um, that killed and injured every patient that it came in contact to if it given at the right time in pregnancy, every one of them. It had an injury to kill ratio of only 0.25. Now, every single war since then, the injury to kill ratios, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's actually uh, come up a little bit because we've we learned a lot in Vietnam, but the highest injury to kill ratio in any of these wars, including the Ukraine war, you know, you're looking at only two, three, four maybe five or six. This injury to kill ratio is 33.4. The best estimate in the world, how many people have been killed by the vaccine? Well, Denis Rancor has, uh, was one of the expert modelers in the world. Uh, and this is backed up by many other experts, uh, statistical experts around the world, like Norman Fenton over in the UK, like uh, Steve Kirsch, like Jessica Rose, like many, many others. 17 million killed global citizens from the vaccine, from the vaccine. Multiply that times how many have been injured. Very simple, 33.4 times 17 million. There's 567 million 
global citizens that have been injured. Add the killed to that, and you get 585 million global citizens that have been killed and injured. Now, going back to that Pfizer Dr. document, Dr. Thor, I just, I just want, I just want to insert for folks who just watch mainstream news, who think that that is just complete nonsense. Because from all that they hear, just on mainstream stuff, Dr. Thorpe, it would be just nonsense. But I remind everyone, and I wonder, do you still offer to send your PowerPoint deck out to anyone who gives you their email? Yes, sir. And and because, you feel right, free right because you've do got that. the right you've got the sources because I saw you present this uh, over the live stream and you've got the sources and explain where these numbers came from. I just wanted to put that meat on the bones in case anybody just is a little incredulous. Um, thank you. So then you started to refer back to the Pfizer document. Yes, Bruce, I I do want to make it clear you do have my um, that PowerPoint deck that I presented at Massachusetts, right? Yes. So maybe you or your staff, that anybody that wants to call, uh, contact, you can contact Bruce or you can contact me. We'll, we'll get Absolutely. you that deck. Um, well, thank you for so that permission can, and encouragement. Thank you. We go back to the, let's go back to the completion because this is really important. It, February 28th, 2021 was a completed date of that report. Now, you know, I can prove that the CDC and HHS had it. Um, and by the way, what did they do with it? Did they come out and say, oh, my God, this is tragic. Let's immediately stop this drug. We should have stopped it in December. Now we've killed these people. This is horrible. That's what they should have done. Actually, they should have done that. They should have done that. Pfizer should have done that themselves in the third week of December 2020. But they didn't do that, folks. What they did was they buried it and tried to hide it for 75 years. This proves that your government is trying to kill and injure you. There's no other explanation. They had the data. It was legally mandated. Yes, it wasn't released. Uh, you know, um, they weren't sued and forced to release it until uh, about 15 months later. But everybody in the know had that because a whistleblower released it all over the world. Whether that whistleblower was from the FDA or whether it was from uh, Pfizer, I don't know. But everybody in the world had that. They knew it. So then the federal judge released it. So this is a horrible situation. Then you get into, okay, not only did they suppress it, but then they rolled out now to count $5 trillion to brainwash the world that this is safe, effective, and necessary, even in the most vulnerable patients, pregnant women, preborns, and newborns globally. This is how evil your government is. Wake up and smell the coffee. Do not that trust five, your government. No, that five trillion was that American, or did you say worldwide that effort? No, that's to American. This. No, that's what was five that, trillion. That, that was the name of that big. Was that the CARES Act? Oh, there's so many different programs, uh, Bruce. There's yes. hundreds. Of, but if you look and you Google it, you'll see that there are several different mainstream media outlets that report now it's a total of $5 trillion. But mm -hmm. the first thing that they did was they, uh, back in, say, March of 2021, they rolled out um, what's called the COVID-19 Community Core, and billions went to that to 300 influencers. And um, of course, the hospitals get dipped into that, but but it it, it gets worse. Also, 
a few months later in May of 2021. Dr. Thorpe, just timing requires me to ask you to hold that thought as I reintroduce you, Dr. James Thorpe, recounting just some of what he knows and has published about the, the harms and the injuries and the urgency of finding truth about COVID and truth about the shots. And now here is important information from today's news talk, TNT. Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective. So I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, because I'm doing a climate roundtable tomorrow. I'm assuming that the network that invited me on is probably the only network that's left around this part of the country that actually allows climate skeptics to be on. It'll be interesting because I'm sure there are going to be some people there to challenge me. In any case, when I walked into the hotel, the person at the front desk was from Adelaide, Australia, the city of churches. See, I learned something, right? And I got to thinking that maybe tomorrow I will spring on the people that are there for almost unprecedented climate events that have occurred around Australia that are very, very important around the climate. Now, not directly with Australia, but north of Australia, the typhoon season, despite the fact that we supposedly had an El Nino going, was way, way below normal. Third lowest ever. That's very unusual. And that was the first hint that this El Nino wasn't what it was cracked up to be. As a matter of fact, the Southern Oscillation Index, which is the longest running metric of the El Nino, never got into El Nino category this year until now. But that was unprecedented when you had what we call the Oceanic Nino Index being so strong. That's two unprecedented things. Number three, the crash that is occurring in the Southern Oscillation Index is going to be the greatest on record from January to February. In fact, it may be the greatest on record from one month to another. It is unprecedented to see January with an above SOI and then February crashing the way this is. Now, in 1978, we had a weak El Nino going and then it crashed in February. By the way, they had all those floods in Los Angeles in 78. How about that? The fourth thing, the unprecedented warming of the ocean just to the east of Australia in a month or two. See that? Tonight's climate and weather watchdog was all about Australia. It's because I ran into someone from Adelaide. This is TNT Climate. Climate and Weather Watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. The conversation continues with Bruce DeTorres on today's News Talk TNT Radio. With me is Dr. James Thorpe, whose Substack is freedomandtruth.substack. But I've learned in this show, publishing most on X, and also he is the chief of maternal and prenatal health for the wellness company at twc.health. Dr. Thorpe, we were just talking about the enormous money spent by the institutions of power to foist these deadly products on us. And you started to make one more point before the break. Do you recall what that was or should we pick up the yes. conversation? Yes. No. What I was going to say was that, um, and now I've, I've alerted you to uh, the first uh, two of the three captures of the American College of OBGYN in, mm -hmm. in America uh, by Maggie Thorpe and Jim Thorpe uh, in May of last year. Then in December of last year, how all the hospital systems were captured uh, by Maggie, uh, JD and Jim Thorpe, my wife, just December went viral. But in January, just a few weeks ago, we did the same thing for a horrible, horrible situation with all of the places of worship 
and all of the faith leaders. And there was a horrible summit put on by the Biden administration. I believe it was in May of 2021. And Bruce, it was so grotesque. Um, what they did, they had the White House correspondent there. They had the Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy. They had Francis Collins and other leaders. And they got massive number of faith leaders together, um, Jewish, Christian, Catholic, Islam, all the faith leaders you could imagine. And remember now, what they did was in 2020, they bankrupt these churches and places of worship. I shouldn't say churches, all of them. They pretty much bankrupt them, wouldn't allow them to meet and congregate, right? So right. then what they do is they they pour out all this money to them and say, okay, now we come together. We can come together, but you need to push this drug in your congregations. That's what they did. It was they used a verse in Deuteronomy. Let me, you know, I I I don't want to get too scriptural here, but it's so upsetting. Uh there's a a, a verse in Deuteronomy, um, and I believe it's in my slide deck there. Um, it talks about you will come between the narrow place. Um, but an arm will lift you up with outstretched arms and you will be delivered. This is what they interpreted this as to all these faith leaders. What's the narrow place? COVID-19. What's the arm that lifted you up? The vaccine. What's the outstretched arm? That's the outstretched arm to get the vaccine. The Bible, and they said, is very clear go get the vaccine. Can you imagine that? Such a perversion, such a perversion of uh, a, just a horribly disturbing perversion of the holy sacred scripture. And, you know, they bought it. The vast majority a, of churches and synagogues, yes. it's yeah. horrible. This is how they operate. And it's, it's overwhelming. And at the same time, so much truth like it has forced so many people who have dismissed their quote-unquote conspiracy theory friends for decades to come to grips with the unprecedented way that we were advised to handle a respiratory illness that had never had these uh, insane uh, demands and new procedures and nonsensical uh, demonization of alternate voices and different opinions from the medical community Talk to, if, if you would, just a little about that or continue on uh, what you're, what you're, I, I want to clarify here. Where's the, the the top one or two places where folks can find your work and follow you, Dr. Thorpe? Yeah, I, I think that, that unfortunately, I, I have a new book coming out and I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be an incredible book. Um, the, the title of the book will be something like, and it's, going to be in print soon uh, by Skyhorse Publishing. Um, so look out for that. It's gonna that's gonna rock the world. It's I pledge allegiance to the vax uh, pushed in pregnancy, the deadliest vax ever. That will be the title. Uh, it's an amazing book. I have an amazing co-author, uh, uh, incredible, uh, very famous co-author, much better writer than I am. Um, her name is Celia Farber. And so uh, James Thorpe and Celia Farber, uh, you can find me also on, I, I need a website, and I'll have a website soon, but I'm such a busy uh, clinician and such. 
I haven't had the time or the assets to develop one. Um, but then my X account, uh, which mm-hmm. is J-A-T-H-O-R-P-M-F-M, as in maternal fetal medicine. Mm-hmm. And then my Freedom and Truth Substack, I, as I mentioned, has kind of been hacked. And I'm trying to mm-hmm. get back into that and get active publishing again on that. And also, I think folks can find you and contact you maybe through the wellness company. Is that a way to reach you? Yes, the wellness or, you know, please direct message me on X. And um, if you direct message me on X and, you know, I do consultations all over the world. Um, and and so um, and, and I try to I, I try to be very religious about helping people that I can help um, people mm-hmm. that reach out to me. Um, a lot of people, you know, I'd, I'd love to give my private email out, my my cell phone out, but unfortunately, it would be used uh, in a bad way to attack me. So please direct message me uh, until I get my, you know, James A. Thorpe MD website up. Do you have on your ex uh, profile links to many or most of the presentations you've done in the last three years yes. exposing the truth about things? Yes. Great, because uh, those are invaluable. Now, continuing the, the the teaching that you can tell us about the impact and the harm, because I can't, or, or 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 your preferred topic, but I just think that we can't over point out and teach and equip people to to learn how harmful the shots are. What would you say to flesh out even more, or what yes. other you know road yes. would you take us down? Sure. Right. I'll, I'll try to be brief. I know our time is limited, um, but and I'd love to come back sometime. But we go and back you to shall that. If Pfizer I have doc- anything to do about it, go ahead. Thank you, sir. That that Pfizer document that was page seven. We talked about it's the deadliest drug ever, the most injurious drug ever, more injurious than the atomic weapons that were dropped. Then then on page twelve, they weren't even supposed to be giving it to pregnant women. This is Pfizer's own data. It was horrible obstetrical outcome. They had an 81% miscarriage rate. They have a five-fold increase in fetal deaths over what would be expected. They have an eight-fold increase in newborn deaths over what could be expected. There was a 14.6% incidence of breastfeeding complications in those babies whose mothers received the vaccine during pregnancy. This is horrible. Now, my clinical experience is vast. There's very few people uh, my age that have, I told you my volume in the last four and a half, five years. There's, you know, I have my fingertips on the pulse of obstetrical outcomes like nobody else. And I've monitored it. In 2020, it was business as usual. No problem started until after the rollout of the vaccine. And after the rollout of the vaccine, I saw massive increases, severe menstrual abnormalities, infertility. Those who were lucky enough to get pregnant had massive increases in miscarriage, fetal malformations, um, fetal deaths. Um, A miscarriage is before 20 weeks. A fetal death, which is much rare, is at or after 20 weeks. Massive increases in numbers. Weeks where we would have numbers that were never seen before. Um, massive increases in every pregnancy complication you could imagine. One of the worst was blood clot, autoimmune disease, placental abnormalities, severe early onset preeclampsia, hypertension, severe bleeding 
autoimmune disorders, um, some of these blood complications, and we now know why. Um, and I don't unfortunately think we'll have time to go into that, but they've lied to us. Um, now, Dr. McCullough and I, Claire Price and others, a total of seven authors, we published over a year ago uh, in a peer-reviewed medical journal, one of the best, uh, most honest journals I've ever had the privilege of publishing in, the uh, Journal of the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons. And um, we use the governmental data, not McCullough's data, not Thorpe's data, governmental data. We analyzed it exactly as they told us to analyze it. We compared, and they, this is cheating, you know, because this, we should use, they mandate that you compare a novel vaccine with a quote, safe and effective vaccine. There's no such thing. All vaccines cause injury and death. It's a matter of how much. So that type of analysis always, uh, always roars in favor of a novel drug. Okay, we did it. We did it. We looked at their danger ratio was a twofold increase in what they call a PRR, which is basically a risk ratio, a proportional risk ratio. Two, when we compared COVID-19 vaccine with influenza vaccine, there was a 1,200-fold increase in menstrual abnormalities. There was a 57-fold increase in miscarriages. There was a 38-fold increase in fetal deaths. And I could go on and on and on with all those other pregnancy complications. Everything, Bruce, that mm -hmm. I saw in my clinical practice. Now, mm -hmm. here's the beauty of this study. We published this study a year ago. We published our methods. This is open access to the whole world, Bruce. Anybody can go in and say, oh, Thorpe, you're lying. I'm going to double check. They can do that. They have it's, it's an open source. Our methods were open source. Nobody has invalidated the study. Nobody has refuted it. And this is a problem with the corrupt medical journals. You know, the New England Journal of Medicine, yeah. Eric Rubin. He, he's captured horrible, it's, horrible it's, individual. It's, it's absolutely stunning. Are there uh, platforms or organizations you know of and even could recommend where citizens could lend their support and get involved in bringing this reality to, let's say, local and state legislators, let alone federal representatives? Yes, I, I would urge you all to um, go to the website, We the Patriots USA. We the Patriots USA. I don't own the website. I, I don't, this is an incredible website by conservative individuals who, by the way, spent massive amounts of money to produce, um, you know, the, the uh, co-direct co-founders of that um, are a, a gentleman, an attorney by the name of Brian Festa and uh, a brilliant um, co-founder uh, by the name of Don Jolly. And uh, they funded the movie Shot Dead. Um, I was featured in Shot Dead. Peter McCullough was featured in Shot Dead. Mm. Uh, Michelle Gershman, postpartum nurse whistleblower, was featured in Shot Dead. And the, the horrible tragedies, you know, there were th uh, three patients that we focused on that had uh, family members killed uh, and, and their Ernest uh, Ramirez, uh, who lost his son killed by the vaccine, um, the white he family. testified. He testified in the same event last month, I believe, to the Massachusetts Senate. What? Where can that presentation be seen? Do you recall? 
Yeah, that's on um, that's on my um, subst- uh, on my X account for sure. So that be that was mid January, I think January twenty second or something like that. I think so. You know, I can't remember. I've been- I have it right here. I took no January twenty second. The We the Patriots site was that dot USA or We the Patriots USA I, dot something. I think it's dot org. We the Patriots oh. USA dot org. Now listen, right, right, right. Um, we premiered this film on November 9th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, because that's where Trista Martin was killed. This beautiful, beautiful daughter of my most high living God was killed with a Pfizer vaccine. And you'll see Taylor, her mother, and Alan, her father, Martin, and they lived in Tulsa. And there was a complete media blackout. The auditorium was filled. You can see this me- movie for free. It's for free. Yeah. Go to We the Patriots USA and it's free on there or just put shot dead movie. It'll bring you right up to it. And um, I got a letter about two weeks ago. Um, I couldn't. This is a miracle from God. We were informed that the shot dead film was it was actually listed on the Santa Monica Film International Film Festival. It was listed as a number one film. And yeah. um, Maggie and I w- just flew out there last week, and we were there. And um, now, the the movie that actually won the award was Mickey Willis's film. Um, Mickey Willis's film, which the is Great also Awakening, the Great Awakening, the Great Yes, both of those films. And um, I want to tell you yeah. that Mickey Willis was chased out of California for his views. And yeah. you know, God, he started with a with a movie. I think a pandemic. And That's I just right. want to throw this. We have a, we have just a couple of minutes left. I'm feeling like Europeans and maybe Germans in the late 30s and early 40s, in the clutches of the Nazi regime, World War II was already blossoming, maybe, you know, in its first few years. And I feel like we're we're at the 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 same tug of war between the, the parallel is back then, those who knew that horrible things were happening in camps to Jews and others who were incarcerated and those who were denying it. I feel like that, that that's a parallel. I just want to conceptualize it like that so that folks can wrap their heads around being wrong because I'm trying to bombard everyone I can who doesn't know how bad the shots are with how bad the shots are because, because, because. So I just wanted to make that parallel. It's, 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 and just like, and the same progress illuminated by those films or this film being honored in a film festival, right? Absolutely. It's, it's just a miracle. And God has a sense of humor, how they could put these two films premiered in the Santa Monica International Film Festival in the heart of Satanville, L.A., pedophilia, Hollywood, corruption with a horrible governor. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Thorpe, we've got uh, just a handful of seconds. So people can follow you, James Thorpe, at uh, X, and also uh, find the incredible things. Yes, please come back soon. I will be reaching out to you uh, uh, ASAP about that because we could spend a whole show just talking about the awesomeness of the wellness company and um you know uh what are your final thoughts in the last few seconds here dr thorpe don't trust your doctors don't trust the hospitals get out of slavery come over to a parallel healthcare system like the wellness company dwc.health absolutely dr thorpe it's been an honor and a privilege this is the incredible today's news talk 
TNT. 